Hey, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to The Blodgett Show. Welcome to episode 48, with today's topic being messages from unfamiliar numbers. Messages from unfamiliar numbers. The inspiration for this topic, and uh, especially for you know, that, that, what can I say, guys? Like, like I've said before, this is that's kind of how I've been, at least until like, I can settle on specific topics or genres or whatever you would call it, like you know, shipwrecks or haunted locations or whatever. You know, right now it's literally just um, uh, random topics. Hold on one second. Sorry about that, guys. I'm gonna take a sip of water. I had to pause the recording for a second because, like, I don't know if I've got a allergic thing going on, but I've been like sneezing up a storm for the past five minutes. I'm like, oh man. So I'm gonna try to see if I can push through this uh, episode. Because literally, as soon as I started <laughs> getting ready to do it, all of a sudden I, I sneeze like four times in a row. Like, I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. By the fourth one, I was like, oh. Alright, there we go. Let's let's see if you know that should be look better. I just paused for a couple for like two minutes and very carefully had to uh rub my nose. You know, sometimes that helps with the uh stop on the sneezes. <laughs> so I apologize about that even though you guys I mean seem like a blink of an eye for you guys because of you know pausing it and whatnot. But um but you know how it is, guys. Like when I started this podcast, um, basically it's I figured until I can settle on something, which eventually I probably will. The longer I'm, the longer I'm uh, doing this podcast, the probably the um, I will eventually probably either I'll settle on a specific topic to start talking about every, every week for my two episodes, or I'll at least have one episode where I'll talk about that topic. And the other one will be like real talk, random topic like I'm currently doing. I don't know. I don't know. Taking it week by, you know, day by day, week by week. You know how it is. You know, it's all about, it's all about that moving forward. You know, moving forward in life goal and just keep pushing forward, doing what you gotta do. You know, making progress one way or one way or another. You know, um, you know all the sayings I have. You know, believe you can, believe you will, and you're already halfway there. And then you just gotta go out there and do it. Um, you know, keep on pushing forward, keep believing yourself, you know, and like I mentioned in previous episodes, I'm getting big on the, you know, doing the meditation and, manif- you know, manifesting my goals, my dreams for the future and whatnot, you know, big goals, big dreams, don't know how, don't know how they're going to happen, but I know the other big dreams and stuff that I've pushed forward towards, like for instance, really wanted my my uh, crew cab truck for years. I had no idea how I was going to pull it off, and now I have one. So, and the way <laughs> the way it came about, I didn't think that ah, I would have expected it to be like that. You know, would not have expected that situation to happen and to result basically the way it did. 
put me in a position where I had a down payment for a truck. So, but anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh, this the inspiration for tonight's topic. It's kind of like, you know, when I was going down the road here. Probably about. Uh, let me see what's the next mile marker here. Let's see how far am I? How far away am I? So, almost a mile marker 90. It's about 40, yeah, 45 minutes. So I'm running late tonight because, you know, you know how it is, bosses, you know. I usually try to leave the hub with this load by like 5 o'clock in the afternoon. And that means I'll get to the swap location by like 9.30. I'll do, I'll do a 30 minute break. I'll go in there and fill up my water jug, my water bottles. I say water jug, but I guess it's about the same thing. And, uh, and of course, mention the water reminded me, okay, better take a sip. <laughs> I better drink some water. I don't know what you, if you guys have the same problem, but I, I'll forget. You know, like, I'll be going down the road. I'm like, I haven't drank anything for the past two hours. I better, I better you know, polish off, like, half this bottle. You know, make sure I'm hydrated. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, yeah, I, I got started late tonight because, you know, I guess my boss put a new, uh, yeah, new driver in my truck and they weren't gonna get back to the hub until 5.30 or whatever, five, five, he said 5, 5.30. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I was like, the, the team that I'm meeting is getting, down, getting up there in Illinois at like eight o'clock. I was like, I usually try to meet them by like 9.30. I was like, I'll best to let them know I'm running late, you know? And then the guy didn't show up back up with my truck between 5.30 and six. So I didn't get out of there until like 6.15, 6.20. And I, I mean, I, I had made sure to be squeaky wheel and race out with him. I was like, look, this is why I hate slip seating because, you know, you put someone in my truck, and then they get back late, and then I'm running late, which makes the team run late, which means that the, net, the rest of the week we're going to be running later because they have a 600-mile trip to get back to Minnesota, and then 600 miles to come back down again. And that means that if, if I make them late, that means that even though we only have, we have two more days left for, for our work week, at least it's going by fast, even though I'm working a, like, this week, doing six days, because we had to work Monday. It was weird, because Monday, um, we didn't have a load going up there, but Minnesota had a, a load coming down, so Nashville sent me with an empty, driving all the way up to Illinois, and I did a swap with them, and they're like, we cannot believe they sent you with an empty. I'm like, yeah, me either. I was like, but hey, you know, easy money right there, I guess. You know, I literally just... And I didn't even know if they wanted me to grab like a 53 or a uh, pup. So I was like, well, I hit a lot of bumps. And if I'm empty and hit the wind and whatnot, I would rather, I think I'd rather have a 53, you know, have a full-size trailer or whatever. Because, you know, a little, little, little bit of a better ride when you have a, when you're the full length versus like when you have a pup and you're hitting the bumps, it's, you, you get pretty rough. Especially when you're empty. But... So I came up with a 53, and they came down with with uh, two uh, uh, two loaded pups, and then uh, then I came up with doubles the next day, and they uh, they came down with a single pup, and then today I'm coming up with doubles again, and they're coming down with a single pup. So. But, but yeah, so I'm hoping that this is not a regular thing because there's other trucks that my boss could have used so that I wouldn't be running late tonight or whatever, but it's all good. It's all good. But 
So the inspiration for tonight's topic was, <laughs> oh man, I even took a screenshot of like before. I mean, I one of those. I got a random message today. Yeah, random text message from a number that I have no idea. Basically, the number's like, hey. I'm like, uh, hey, who's this? Normally, I wouldn't. Normally, I just don't respond if it's like a number. I'm like, oh, report spam. I was like, uh, oh yeah. But sometimes I'll respond like, hey, uh, you know, who is this? Like, this is Tina. Is this Anna? Uh, no, I think you have the wrong number. <laughs> Hoping that that was it, but I had a feeling. You know how it is when you get a, uh, you, you know, I don't know what it is, guys. You know, but like, you get a message like that, it very rarely ends with that. I was, so I was like, part of me was expected. Yeah, probably to get more messages from this number. Oh, so, yeah, so yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm Tina. Who, like, what, what's your name? You know, nice to meet you, Tina. I'm Chris, you know. Oh, Chris, are you from PA? And I'm like, oh. Actually, you know, funny thing is, technically I can, I can read it to you guys while I'm recording so you guys can actually hear the actual conversation. It's kind of funny shit. Even though I reported spam, so crap, I gotta support it. Gotta figure out where the. Alrighty. So, yeah, I gotta. I reported spam and I guess it moved it over, so I gotta. I'm not sure where that is now, but. Anyways, basically, she's like, I'm. I'm Tina. Who, who's this? I'm like Chris. You know, she says, nice to meet you. Like, I'm, I'm from Pasadena. She's <laughs> like, are you in PA? I said, why do you ask? Because, you know, I, when it's my, that's my thought process is if it's somebody messaging me that I don't know, I'm not going to give too much information. <laughs> so I'm like, eh. I'm like why, do you, why do you ask? Oh, because, uh, you know, um, like I, I figured we could, I, could, I could hang out with me when I come out there and visit. And I'm like, uh, why would you want to hang out with me? She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, we don't know each other. She goes, well, that's, that's what I, I figured we could get to know each other. And I'm like, gotta love when I'm passing a, you got the pickup trucks with trailers or whatever. And, you know, they're, they're like, kind of like drifting over to your lane. And I'm like, dude, I'm like, I get it, you know, but stay in your lane, you know, stay in your lane. And then as you're passing them, because it's a, it's a smaller pickup truck, like they're trying to accelerate, trying to pass you, and, and their truck's struggling. I'm like, dude, give it up. Come on, just give it up. <laughs> I was like, you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be able to beat me in a, in a, I'm not a race, but you know, as far as pulling, pulling the weight behind you, like, I think I got you beat. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, um, so she's like, and I was like, plus, I, I was like, I, you know, I literally said the terms stranger danger comes to mind for me right now. And she's like, LOL, what do you mean? I said, well, I don't, we don't know each other. I was like, and you're talking about wanting to get to know me. And I'm like, I, I don't know who you are. And I was like, plus, I don't even know what you look like. She sent me this picture. And I, for some reason, I don't know why, but the way she was talking, like, what you mean? I wasn't, I don't know. I, I was kind of, you know, I don't know, I wasn't thinking, watch as be like, maybe a Hispanic or a black chick, 
but the picture I got was like an Asian chick, and it, honestly, my first thought was that, you know, if you guys, you guys have heard the term jailbait, right? You know, well, that's literally the first thought that came to my mind. I said that looks like a fucking like 15 year old, like maybe 18 at most. But I'm like, I'm like, eh, I don't. I, of course, I'm thinking like, I don't even. I highly doubt that this is even her picture. If this is even her, because I had said like, for all I know, you could be a Josh posing as a Tina. <laughs> and then she sent me that picture. She goes, "That's me." I was like, "Oh, cool." She goes, "And yours?" I gave her an excuse. I think, well, I'm kind of out here working, so I'm not in. I'm not, it's not the greatest um, selfie environment. She goes, "That's okay, lol." And then, of course, I took a screenshot and sent it to my, my bro Rico, and I was like, "Bro, this is what I like. Check this out." I said, "This random number messaged me, you know, claims to be." And I looked at the area code, and this is from California, you know, which I was like wondering if that was even, gonna, you know, I'm from Pasadena, to be like, like, hey, they're in Utah. <laughs> Or they're in PA, or it would have been even, even, you know, funnier if it was like, oh, that's a Tennessee number that's saying they're from Pasadena. That's kind of interesting. You know? But I guess my number's from PA, so I guess you know, that's why I was like, I didn't. But I was like, well, why do you want to know? You know, why are you asking if I'm in PA? She's like, well, because I wonder, like, how's the weather there and stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, it's it's fine. How is it over there? <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good. Like, okay. After she sent the pic and whatever, they're taking yours. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not in the best. Like, I'm out here working. Didn't tell her I was a trucker. Didn't tell her what I was doing. I just said, I'm out here working. So I'm not, not exactly the, the greatest selfie environment. She goes, that's okay. And then, uh, you know, I thought about it. I went ahead, decided to go ahead and block the number and report it spam. Because I'm like, you know, this is how people get in trouble. <laughs> and it's either get in trouble because it's somebody they'll probably end up killing you. Or it might, like, so there's that scenario that always goes through my head when it's some random number trying to, I want to just want to get to know you. I'm like, I don't even, who the hell are you? Like, like, how do I know you're not like serial killer that like, yeah, okay, eventually we'll meet up in person. Like, oh, we're going to be friends, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually you're the one that kills me, you know? But then there's the other side of it. And some of you guys, trucker, trucker guys, especially if you guys are married and you've been over the road, let's say you've had some marital issues, which I have, you know, me and my wife, we had some issues where, you know, things have not always been the greatest. Things are better now that I'm home every night. But, um, we had issues before something happened on her, you know, and, um, uh, like it was on her and, you know, with a friend. And I found out about it years later because nothing ever, nothing else ever happened. But... I've had issues out here where I've had, you know, what we call, like, you guys, you guys remember the term lot lizards, you know, and it's not just chicks. I've, you know, I've heard there's lot lizards that are dudes that'll approach trucks to offer anything they can do for some money or whatever. But I had a few, few occasions over the road, especially like, I think one of them happened right after my wife and I had actually had a fight over the phone. Like we literally were fighting, uh, like about you know sex and sexual activities and stuff like sex and blowjobs and whatnot like we had a fight earlier that day and then i went full into a truck stop i was basically it was like a ta truck stop i was gonna go into the country pride i was gonna do the long haul breakfast which if you guys have never had it you guys should stop at ta and eat at the uh cut i think it's called the uh, 
Country Pride, I think is what the restaurant is called. I think they're still around. I've seen a couple of them, I think, but before I came back, before I started, you know, doing this uh, dedicated and actually driving outside of Nashville as a trucker again, I was wondering, I was like, because I knew, you know, COVID happened and I know a lot of stuff shut down. I didn't know some of these restaurants, like I know Iron Skillet and Petro's, I know they were 24 for a while and then they started closing closing at like 10 o'clock at night and like Denny's I know a lot of them are closing early and I know a lot of them are just now getting back to you know being open for a full 24 again which I think is awesome especially ones that you know I pulled into that I'm so used to them not being open and all of a sudden I'm like I'm surprised you guys are open oh yeah we're at 24 now again you know we got we got full staff again and we're open all the time now I'm like sweet I'm like, that's awesome because I'd rather get some food from you guys and you know buy uh couple of snacks in the, in the truck stop that are probably less healthy. I'd rather get some real food. <laughs> but, so, I don't know. I did what I was, I was worried about pushing too far because that's probably, you know how it is, like, um, so I had, so I was at that truck stop stopping for food. And literally as soon as I pulled into a space, this young blonde chick, with a very like wearing a, like tight jeans, very low cut top, you know, and we're we're up high, you know, so of course, you know, somebody like that walks up to your truck, you, you can't help but to be seeing down the shirt and you know, say like, obviously like you look, you still look at their head, but you know you're gonna be seeing cleavage, why not? So that's kind of what happened. She walked up and I rolled the window down because I was like, oh shit. What does this chick want? Oh, man. Even I do, you know. And she, uh, you know, I was like, hey, what's up? You know, it's right after having a fight with wife. She was like, well, like, hey, like, I'm trying to get to Columbus. And, you know, and I'm like, well, I was like, I don't have any actual cash on me. I'm literally going to go in here and grab a shower and get some food. And, I mean, I have to hit the ATM or whatever. But, you know. And she's like, well, like, I, I don't want you to just give me money. Like, I'll work for it. I'm like, dude, what exactly? Even though I do. But you know how it is. I'm probing. It's like I was doing with the the number that was best to me tonight. I'm all asking questions and making comments and basically not giving them any personal information about me. Like, didn't tell them that I'm not actually in PA. <laughs> but uh, watch that. Watch that. You know, I, I would laugh if that picture was actually heard eventually like let's say she come, she actually comes across my podcast listens to this episode and was like is that the same guy i wonder because she didn't know what i look like i'd send her a picture <laughs> but i'm sure i'm not the only story like that out there but um but the, the chick out in, in uh, ohio when i stopped at that she's like well like like 60 bucks will do it all well, I, I just don't know because I, you know, and I held up my hand, showed my wedding ring, and she goes, "Oh, well, you're a good man. It looks like you're a good husband." I was like, "Well, I try my best." I was like, "Not gonna lie though, I was like, I'm very tempted because wife and I had a fight earlier about ah, specific stuff, you know. So it's very tempting to say, yeah, come on in here, you know.' But again, I'm an overthinker, guys. Like, you know, maybe this chick that messaged me tonight, if, she, if it wasn't a chick, it was indeed a chick. Maybe she was real. Maybe she literally just wanted to get to know me. But out in the back of my mind, just like when I had lot lizards walk up to me, you know, out there on the road, want, want me to let him in the truck. I'm like, yeah, come on, let me, we'll let you in here. Let's fuck. Um, I'm thinking, 
yeah, I'm out here, my, you know, with a lot of lizards. Not so much with the lead, the one the numbers next to me tonight, because obviously, like, I'm not right next to them, so I'm not really worried physically about it. You know. But over the road, dealing with the lot lizards and stuff like that, anybody that wanted to come in and, you know, pay them to do stuff, um, it's like, my, my mind automatically went to not just the, I don't want to cheat on my wife, because I never have, you know, but I don't want to die either, you know, and I'm thinking, like, I can let this person in here, and then all of a sudden, like, they, like, kill me, take everything I have in the truck or whatever, you know, and then I don't, I just don't show up, like, I just disappear, like, you know, they eventually find the truck and find me in it, but I would just be off the grid, and not, you know, nobody would be able to contact me for a while, they'd be like, the truck's been sitting there for a while, I think something's wrong. So, but they're dealing with this, with this, uh, number over here, um, it's like, uh, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, you know, this, the usual questions, like I mentioned before, like, is this really, like, is her, is this really a she? Is this really, you know, is her name really Tina? Is that picture really her? And again, you know, when she asked me about, well, what about your pictures or whatever, I said, I said, how old are you? And I laughed and I said to myself, I know we're not supposed to technically, I know we're not supposed to ask women their ages. But based on the picture, I'm thinking, like I said, I, it looked, to me it looks like maybe she's 18 at, at most or whatever. And, and I'm like, yeah, you know, so I was curious, you know, and of course she came back 34. What about you? But that's what she asked for the picture. And I was like, um, um, sorry, I, I'm not in a environment where I can easily take a selfie. That's okay. But I'm thinking, I'm like, and I, that's why I sent the screenshot to my brewery. I'm like, this is what's going on, man. This is what she said. Here's how the conversation went so far. I was like, I was like, I'm just totally screwed around with her right now. Or whoever this person is. I said, I'm going to send you a screenshot. I was like, she said, this person said, well, once this, you know, I'm give it to she again. You know. The supposed Tina says she's 34. This is supposedly her picture. What do you think? <laughs> Like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I was saying, and like, one of the clips to Rico and stuff. I was like, I was like, bro, you know how it is. Like, you know, when when we get messages, a lot of times we get a message from like random chicks on Facebook or on text message or Instagram or something. A lot of times, it's not necessarily. They really, it's not really that they really want to get to know you. There's a lot of those accounts out there where that's how they're trying to like they're trying to get they're trying to make money you know they you know they they'll do videos and they'll do these erotic pictures or whatever and they have a they have a um, OnlyFans you know and I was mentioning that kind of stuff to my bro and I was like but I'm thinking she lives in California she's probably better off than I am because <laughs> uh, expensive as hell to live out there from what I heard you know million dollar houses and whatnot. I'm like, she looking at the she barking at the wrong tree if she wants a sugar daddy because I can't afford like she's she's already living in an area that's too rich for my blood anyway. You know? <laughs> so I was like, Ugh. but especially truckers out there, what do you like? You know, I'm curious. Like, 
I'd be willing to bet that everybody out here, all of us that have been drivers for, unless you're like brand new, but if you've been out here for, you know, a decent amount of time, a couple years, now I think at one point, I think I had when that, um, so let me go back to the, the, the lady at the truck stop that said like 60 bucks, we'll do it all. Not gonna lie, my first thought is, I probably have, I mean, 60 bucks, I'd be happy if we just did like such such. I don't know if I could do all three, you know, at the same, you know, basically back to back. I was like, yeah, I was like, one, I, I mean, I don't mind her. I'm not, I'm, I don't think my nerves would handle you, you know, you're, you know. <laughs> but, you know, um, I was also part of the problem I had was because of the problems me and my wife were having at the time, the fights that we were having. Which at the time I didn't know that she had already done what she did with her friend or whatever. And you know, obviously it's in the past and we worked through it, but it had already happened at that point and I didn't know it. But I didn't, I was like in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, you know, I value my marriage, even with my ex. Like things are horrible with my ex. Like I loved her to death, but our marriage was really bad. You know, it was one of those like she wanted to be taken care of and didn't want to give anything in the marriage at all. I didn't want to do anything intimate-wise. I would try to do, like, romantic dinners and stuff. You know, when, like, we both worked at the same location, and then I would I would get off before her, and I would I would go home, because we were living with a couple of friends, like, we were staying, we were basically living in their house, renting a, renting a room from them. And, uh... I would go home and I was like trying to plan it out. I would let her know, like, hey, by the way, I've got something special planned for us. If you know, because sometimes after work, um, you know, we would uh, we had because we had our personal computers at work because we were this little makeshift like it was an old dental dental office that was converted. We were kind of like a call center for this company called Audio Video Web, which I don't know. I'm sure, I think they're still around, but. Eh, decent job, you know, made good money every week or whatever, but they were big on playing World of Warcraft after work. Like, we would all go online after our shift ended, and we would play World of Warcraft, and, you know, we got really into it, and then after a little while, like, they did, you know, because I was slowly, you know, getting better at my job, you know, because I was customer customer service, and my wife, my ex-wife was tech support. You know, we were in separate rooms in the same building or whatever. So I would get off, I would get ready to leave, come over there, give her a hug and kiss, and say, "All right, see you home." You know. But it was a big thing. Like we would get on World of Warcraft and stuff. Eventually, they ended up letting both of us go because, you know, because uh, you know we weren't as far along in our work development as they had hoped. They're like, well, instead of playing World of Warcraft after work, you guys should have been like working on like. Maybe like work it up on you, try to get better at what you're doing. And I'm like, you guys are playing too. Like, like this is something you guys started. Like, we were on World of Warcraft before this. Like, uh, you kind of, you guys got us on here, and now you're saying, well, you play a little too much. I'm like, okay. So we both got, actually, I got let go, and my, my ex wasn't at work that day. And basically, I was told to let. Oh, look, why you let her know too that like she's. Like, you guys, like, she's terminated, too, you know? And I'm like, oh, so you guys don't even want to talk to her face-to-face? -face? All right. 
but but she would play World of Warcraft at the tongue tied at World of Warcraft after work, you know, and even on days when I was trying to you know work on us, I'd be like, hey, you know, got some playing, some romantic, if you know you want to come home, whatever, and she's like, okay. And so I would go home and literally I'd have like I'd have flowers, like roses or whatever, and I would make a complete meal from scratch, you know, candlelight, all that stuff, and even got you know, like a bottle of wine or whatever, and I would I would have everything all ready to go at the table. You know, I'll just be sitting there waiting, seeing if she's gonna show up. And after waiting for a while, she wouldn't show up. I would say fuck it, and I went ahead and ate, packaged up the content, the leftovers. Uh, and they basically go to bed you know it's like so but I really wanted to cheat in that marriage but I, I still never cheated you know and I only wanted to cheat because you know hey I'm a hot blooded man and it wasn't having anything happen at home at all I mean not much there was little stuff that happened there was a lot what she wanted you know but I still didn't cheat I was like, well, I value my marriage. I'm not happy in it, but I value my marriage. I don't want to destroy my marriage. So, same thing with my with my uh, my marriage now. Even when my my wife and I were having fights or whatever, I would have the offer out here. I was like, yeah, I can't. I'm sorry, I can't. I really want to. Like, you look really stunning, and you said you would do such and such. And, oh my God, nope. I still tried to, you know. Hold fast and be like, nope, I can't. But on that day with the uh, the lady in the truck stop, because of how how intense the the fight was with my wife earlier that day, you know, where I'm like, you don't do such and such too much. And she's like, that's all you care about. I'm like, I wouldn't care as much if it was something that happened fairly regularly. Like it would be wouldn't be as big of a deal because it'd be like, hey, I actually get it. I'm not, not worried so much. You know, it'd be like, it's like. I, I've always been a bacon person. My ex-wife claimed that she uh, that she literally could not stand the smell of bacon. It would make her sick, supposedly. Never saw that happen. But we never I never made bacon in the house because she, you know, of course I didn't push it or didn't test it. But if I wanted bacon, it was literally whenever we would go out to go out somewhere for breakfast at like a buffet or something, and I would literally get plate of regular stuff that I would normally get, like eggs, whatever. And I would have one plate just bacon. Because I had to make the most of it. Because I was like, I might but only have bacon every once in a while, you know. Could have sausage anytime I wanted, but not bacon, you know. But now, that's not an issue currently, but it's like if you really crave a certain food, but you can't, you, you don't really have it very often at all, and it's like, you know, the little bit that you do have, you're like, oh my god, it's so freaking amazing! You dream about it constantly or whatever. Well, that's kind of what, what it was like at the time when we were having problems was like, look, like if such and such happened a lot more, certain certain activities, then I probably, this would be a big fight. Like, if, So during that encounter with that chick at the truck stop, it was really hard for me to, like, I literally was in a position where I couldn't say no. Like, I, I was, I mean, it's not that I couldn't, I could say no, but I was unable to at the time. 
because I was so tempted and I wanted to, I wanted to do it. I was like, yeah, I'm so tempted. And, you know, there's part of me that's like, ah, I really want to do this, but because I don't, you know. But I still. But so what I did, because I did, I was like, I was really like, no, I really shouldn't, I really shouldn't. Like, ah, crap, no. But so basically, when I told the chick, I said, well, I was like, ah, I don't even have any cash on me now. Um, let me run in. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna hit, you know, grab some food in the shower, and you know, and then I'll, I'll you know, I'll be back. You know. And she's like, all right. Well, are you sure you don't want to like wait, wait till afterwards to go grab, to go take the shower? Because I mean, that would make sense. And I was like, oh yeah, you're probably right. You know. But I was like, well, either either way. And she goes, plus, like, I mean, you probably eat afterwards too, because you're probably gonna be hungry afterwards. I'm like, so probably wait. She goes, well, just leave your passenger door unlocked, you know, if you if you want to do it, and uh, you know, I'll just climb in. I'm like, okay. So I <laughs> I went into the truck stop. I you know took out the cash because I was gonna pay cash for the food anyway because I was getting it off of the. Uh, uh, fuel card where it was like had a certain amount that was getting put onto my comp data card kind of like a savings kind of part of the card but you know so I was getting some of the cash out up from that and was gonna go gonna go eat my long haul breakfast and while I'm sitting there I'm texting <laughs> I'm messaging friends of mine like uh, at the time I don't think I was I don't think I was connected with my bro Rico yet at that point but I was messaging my uh, one of my uh, best friends and you know it is if you have a best friend but even if you don't talk for a while or talk too often you're still you know you're still best friends I've known Melissa for, for a while shout out to Melissa if you ever if you ever come across this uh, podcast you know thankfully you know she's happily married to us has a kid so happy for her but I messaged her. I was just going back and forth with her, and I said, "This is what's going on," and blah blah blah. What do you think? And she's like, "Don't do it. It's not worth it." And I was like, "I know." I was like, "I, you know," she's like, "It's not worth your marriage." And I said, "Well, that, and I, I know that, you know, what's to say that I give, I don't give in, and end up with a sexually transmitted disease?" And she goes, "That too." or get killed or whatever. I'm like, I know, I know. I just like, you know, Aaron and I had a huge fight. So it's like, uh, it's hard for me to say no right now, but that's why I need you to talk. That's why I'm messaging you. So please talk me down. So she did. And what I did, I ended up doing afterwards was I literally, I snuck, I, I very casually went, went outside, looked around the parking lot to see if she was anywhere around. Didn't see her. I sprinted for the truck. Got to the truck, still the CD side of her. Got in, and I was only going like ten, ten, like five miles away to where I was picking up at. So I got in, I fired the truck up, I got I got mostly out of the parking lot, and I glanced over on the other side of the lot, and she was coming, she was walking around one of the trucks and saw me leaving, and put her hands up in the air like, "What the fuck, dude?" I just shrugged, sorry, and I left. Like I literally ran away because I, I told myself if I don't run away, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna give in and do it. I was like, nope. And you know, guys, even though I didn't do anything, I still feel guilty about it. And I, I came clean about it to my wife, even though I didn't do anything. I, I told her afterwards, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, this happened. But I ran away because I was I was really tempted to give in. 
because of our fight, whatever, but I, I didn't I didn't want to because I value our marriage, so I, I, I said I ran away, I literally like drove like hell out of that parking lot and didn't stay, stick around. Of course, she was like, well, I appreciate that you, you be honest with me and I appreciate that you, you know, she was upset that I was, that I was tempted, you know, and I was like, well, I'm a guy, like, I would, like, literally sex and blowjobs are offered, well, all three were offered, you know, like, you know, because we do it all for 60 bucks, and I was like, everything was offered, and it was, you know, I could have easily paid that, but I was like, I knew that, um, you know what they say, like, like a few minutes of fun, basically to ruin a ruin a lifetime, you know, like to ruin a lifetime marriage or whatever. Because <laughs> not everybody, like not everybody would, uh, you know, forgive and move on. Like you know, when the thing happened with my wife and her friend, like I debated. By that point, we'd been married. I think I we were married like 14 years, and it happened at like 10 year mark. So it had been four years since it had happened. But I didn't find out about it. I stumbled upon stumbled upon evidence, so to speak. You know, when I was looking for one of our computer, our desktop computer, I came across you know emails. You know, they kind of they kind of incriminated both of them. But um, I debated at the time when it happened. You know, like do I leave? Or do I uh, do I stay? And I and I loved my job at the time. I was happy being in Tennessee, and I was like, I don't even know where I'd go if I left. Like, my first thought was, well, I'd probably just quit my job, head west, maybe ask my parents if I could move out here then, and basically just start over. But I would be, I would have, at the time, this is before our oldest left, uh, moved out for the last. You know, obviously she's back now. Things are good, but back then. Um, this is before she left and so like her and my wife were at work because they both worked at the same restaurant and my, my youngest and my grandson were both upstairs asleep it was like 4 or 5 in the morning it was like 5am when I when I was you know, stumbling upon all this so I couldn't sleep because my mind was like my mind wouldn't shut up because of all that but so, you know, I had that moment like, do I, like, am I willing to, to like, just, like, lose everything right now? Because, like, I, so I, I debated, you know, and I confronted the wife about it, obviously, you know, and I was told basically that it was only a one-time thing that never, it never happened again, never would happen again, she values me, you know, she fell out of love with me for a while, but then when I came off the road, she fell back in love with me again because I was acting, because I was here, and I'm like, well, I've been, like, I've always made so many sacrifices to try to give my family everything that I can give them. Give the wife and kids, the grandkids, the life that I want them to have, you know. So, but thankfully, you know, when I say, like, not everybody will forgive and move forward uh, or, or work it out, my wife wanted, like, she made it clear that she wanted us to work out. Like, she wanted to, to work on things with us. So, fast forward a couple of years, so now things are a lot better. And, you know, when I say, like, no, not everybody will work it out, apparently, like, my brother, that I guess I should say a strange, a strange brother, because, like, haven't, like, he, I don't know, has been pissed at me for years or whatever about something. And we haven't, we haven't talked. 
<laughs> he, we bought me, my, me and both my brothers have actually all been through a divorce and got remarried. Uh, me and my oldest brother, we are both still with our second wife. My, uh, the middle brother, because I'm the youngest of the three brothers, and I got, like, we got a couple, a couple younger adopted sisters. But the middle brother, I guess they, he had an affair with, you know, on his uh, second wife, so they're not divorced. Like, she basically just didn't even give him a second thought, I guess. Didn't, uh, you know, so they're, they're divorced and whatnot. They had a couple kids together, which is kind of, you know, kind of sad, you know, that have kids together and end up divorced, you know, of a broken household, whatever, but hey, it happens. But I know I've been all over the map tonight, guys, but it's kind of, it's kind of still on the same topic a little bit about the <laughs> getting a message from a random number and then, you know, you don't know if, that, if they're really who they say they are. I almost want, because I, like, if I were to, if I were to keep messaging that, the uh, number that was messaging me tonight, this uh, supposed Tina, you know, I would have honestly, like, I was to be like, can you send me, if that's really you, send me a video of saying something. And, like, mention my name. Like, hey, Chris, this is Tina. Or something. Like, to give me a little more solid proof that this is really you. Because, honestly, like I said, anybody can send a photo. And I, I wanted to be, I really thought about being a smartass and sending a picture of, like, Tom Cruise and saying, that's me. <laughs> And seeing what she would say, like, oh, wow, wow, you look great. And then be like, yeah, this person really is, like, clueless or whatever. Because they're like, that's obviously not me, but you're going to, you know. So, yeah, you know, got to be careful out there, guys. And especially those of us out here that are drivers. Because, you know, whether it's people walking up to your to your truck, and, you know, women walking up to your truck or whatever. Or if you're a woman driver and you got guys walking up to you and trying to reposition you, you know. Cause I've seen I've seen guys walk up to trucks too. I never had them walk up to me, basically. you know. But yeah, that would have been a little that would have been a little weird. <laughs> but you know, we gotta be careful because like you never know what somebody's true motive is, which is really sad nowadays. Like back in the old days, you know, I've always heard that like people didn't lock their doors. You know, people were able to trust one another because they you know, but yeah, still there are things that murders and stuff still happen, but wasn't as bad as today or now you really don't want to leave hell you don't even want to leave your car unlocked like our our neighbor um they have this like green i think it's a honda element i think and uh i guess the they've had their catalytic converter stolen off their car um, I guess their driver's side door doesn't lock. And the other day, she, was, she told me, like, yeah, somebody tried to steal our car the other day. I'm like, what? She was, yeah, when it went to get in, I couldn't put my key in the ignition or whatever. Like, something was wrong with it or whatever. And I guess her son thought that it looked like somebody had tried to use, like, a screwdriver. You know, they tried to do where you where you pop the, the ignition out to try to try to be able to get the car started to, to drive it away. And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear that. It really sucks, you know. But... That's why, like, you know, got to keep things locked up. And you, like, I, I will not, or I will barely talk to somebody, like, tonight. Like, the random number best you need. Hey, how's it going? Um, not too bad. This. So most of the time, I just block and move on. You know? Because the messages, any messages that I've gotten on, like, Instagram or Facebook or text... 
like this this supposed Dina didn't uh, get that far yet, but and she won't because I've locked the number. But I've had numbers before that were texting me and, and saying like I really want to meet up with you. Like you're like you know how far away are you from Pittsburgh? And I'm like I'm in Kansas. Like I'm a I'm a trucker. I'm out here on the road. I am like probably 1,200 miles from you or more. I don't know. How, you know. I was like, oh, okay, and send them some, they send a couple of new pictures or whatever, and I'm like, oh, wow, okay. So then I'm like, yeah, I'm blocking. Because again, I'm married, I'm not, I don't even, I'm not even going to risk that, I'm not going to start talking to some random, some random chick that probably is only like trying to fish for a sugar daddy or something. And I'm like, look, I was like, I'm, I'm, even though I make decent money at my job, I would, I'm not rolling in dough and can't afford to pick up chicks and financially, you know, give them money or whatever, you know. Eh. So, anyway, y'all, you know, it's been kind of a little bit longer episode than I was planning, but honestly, I think I think it went pretty good. I hope you guys got a kick out of it tonight. You know, if you guys can relate, if you've had random numbers best you try to be, I just want to get to know you. Like, you know, you seem nice. Or message you on Facebook or like on Messenger or on Instagram. You know, doing the same thing. Hey, just want to get to know you. Let's just let you know. Oh, yeah, I don't trust you. I'm like, it's sad nowadays that that's what we have to do. We have to be in that, you know, where we don't, where we can't trust the first impressions or whatever. We have to like literally, I'd have to meet somebody in person and probably know them for a minute to be able to be like, yeah, um, okay, you're real, you know. But anyway, guys, on that, you know, if, if you guys have any, any stories like that, feel free to drop me a line at logicshowpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what, what kind of stuff happened, you know, or if you have any questions or any, anything you want me to address or whatever, you know, during an episode, what, I can even mention you, you know. But otherwise, guys, keep pushing forward, keep believing, keep doing what you got to do day by day, week by week. You know, do what you gotta do until you can do what you wanna do. You know? And so, Dan um, just got a message from the from the SWAT, the team driver, saying, like, park by the pumps. Somebody, like, central transports here. I'm like, okay. Watch, I'm gonna swing around back. Just kidding. <laughs> but, but, do what you gotta do until you can do what you wanna do. Never give up. You know, uh, go after your dreams. Believe you can, believe you will, and you're already halfway there. You know, can't do it, guys. You know, we can, we can, we can achieve anything we want to want to achieve. So, um, I look forward to seeing you guys on episode 49, and I will talk to you then. Have a good one. <laughs>